Are we live? We're about to be. Nice. Um, and I need testing, to... testing, one, two, three. Right. I love how neither of us posted in the live stream. I'm about to. You can do the at everyone. God. Oh, no. <laughs> I put the... <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, y'all. I'm having a day already. This is just what This is what our content has devolved into. Okay, there we go. Oh wait. All right. All right. All right. Okay, we're back at it. Go on days <laughs> off starting tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. <sighs> Man. We'll give it a couple minutes before we uh, get started. We've been so inconsistent. It'll be interesting to see if anybody shows up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll be. Well, one of these one of these days things will actually calm down and we'll we'll be back on a on a regular schedule. Um I uh I have not watched any more of Citadel since we talked about it last and I think there's like four or five episodes out now. Um I guess I'll man, if I can find time this over the next week, I'll just catch up. Give kind of like a rundown of it. But I haven't seen much about it. I haven't seen anybody talking about it. So I don't I don't know if it's actually worth you know uh putting a ton of our like resources into Energy you know what I mean yeah um I just don't I don't know so oh man um but I you know I and no one's talking about it like it's, uh, it's not really trending on any of like the stuff on TikTok um, I I saw one ad for it, and that was it. And it was some, you know, how those ads are where they're like, this is a game changer. And then you look at it, and it's like, oh, this is a paid advertisement. So it's like <laughs> right. the, the opinion does not matter. Um, and I don't... Uh, yeah, other than that, I've, like, just been... <laughs> I've been playing Zelda. Um and I don't know if you've seen some of the the videos, but people are doing, like, awful things to uh, characters in that game. Um, so you can, there's a... Uh, oh, I saw some of the yeah. clips on Twitter. Yeah, so there's, like, a, uh, a group, uh, like, a race of characters in that called um, uh, the, the Koroks. And they're these just, these tiny, like, creatures who typically are, like, forest dwellers. Well you can pick up some of them and move them around in this game. And so people have been sticking them to crosses and parading them across the game. <laughs> <laughs> like putting them, putting it on like a cart and then attaching it to a horse and uh, parading them across there. And I know I saw some that I was like, people just like going way too far with it, you know? Um, some more pointy white hooded vibes 
in a couple of those videos. <laughs> yeah, um, right, of course. Of course, like you, it's it is what it is. I mean, Nintendo is going to put it into that for sure. Yeah, the uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, they, I mean, the internet's going to internet. They're going to always do what they're going to do. So, oh man, of course, because people are like, "Isn't this funny?" Her, her, her. It's just the one with plank. From Ed, Ed, and Eddie, did you did you see that one? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't uh, talk about it on here. Oh yeah, I man, I'm I, and I know that's that stuff typically gets um, taken down pretty quickly on TikTok, but their rules and I I haven't, I haven't I guess I haven't ranted about it in a while. Their rules have always bothered me because you can't show certain like violence and stuff on the platform. Yeah, can't show guns for sure. Yeah, but you like your butthole's fine. <laughs> well, David is a butthole. <laughs> like, it's such an odd, um, it's just an odd thing, you know. And then yeah, it's, it's just an odd dichotomy how it's like, well, you can't show a gun, but buttholes and, um, you know, uh women showing pretty much everything yeah and men showing pretty much everything yeah it's fine yeah um and then all the other hundred genders gender showing everything is fine right 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 you know i'm always surprised that content i've never made it to that side of tiktok like the whole complaining about genders or like talking about your uh, preferred pronouns and stuff like that. I hear about it all the time. I've never, too, especially never on seen no it. Agenda. John seems yeah, to yeah. always. <laughs> he, he must. He must be searching for it. Uh, yeah. You know, or the algorithm has him down. Yeah, he must have searched for it at first, and now he gets it all the time. Um, but it, yeah, they're always really funny when he when he brings them to the table. Do you see? I I haven't actually seen the video, but I heard the video today of the the lady in California who went to like the or maybe it was San Fr- she's in San Francisco I think and she went to the like local meeting and basically was like you're committing genocide against you know the T's oh and yeah she started screaming she started screaming into the microphone um, how you get people to listen to you dude you yeah. just scream into the microphone and they have no no choice but to listen yeah um, that's the that's a persuasion 101 david yeah i Jeez. i guess so i mean it's it's a good way to get attention you know clearly it worked at least as far as that's concerned um <laughs> but i don't know and like i it's some of this stuff like i was catching up on like some of abba and preach's videos and they had one where it was like these women are sitting down to talk about which gender has a better or worse and i just i got about it's not them but i got about five minutes into the video and i was like i'm so bored with this conversation like yeah. I, i'm just like I, over it right I, well you know like i had uh, it's kind of i can't remember i think adam said it about some stuff like that when they were talking about it on no agenda but i was just like he, he's like I, I i have work to do like i have a job and i have to think about lots of other things I don't have time to Life. put so much effort into this stuff when it's not something that I'm surrounded with on a daily basis. 
in particular. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like exactly. Oh man! And when it comes up, you talk about it and you know stand on truth, and then yeah. but well, you it's know. it's kind of like I mean, cut off the ABBA and preach for covering it. I mean, I totally. Oh yeah, yeah, it. I, yeah, and it's good. It. And hey, it, they are doing very well with their niche. Um, yep, the, their their channel is very popular, so I, I definitely don't. Uh, yeah, it's it's nothing it's nothing against them. It was the video that they were watching that made me go. Yep. I'm just bored with this conversation. Uh, those like, Jubilee videos. Yeah, because they, they've had a couple that were pretty funny. And then I watched um, a video. EFAP did a sort of like a special episode on um, the what it's called the Creator Clash. And so I can't remember who started it. Um, guy was like a YouTuber. Anyway, so basically what he does is he sets up fights between YouTubers Oh yeah, um, I highly recommend watching it. I don't want to. I almost don't want to say anything because it's only maybe an hour, maybe a little longer of an hour of them kind of commentating. But the two creators that they go after, or like that they that are in this specific fight, that's like the main focus of the video. Um, they're both like old school YouTube creators, like guys that have been around for a very very long time. Um, they're also both. Mm, am I allowed to say morbidly obese? Are you talking about uh, someone who hosts like his own news kind of channel, so to say? Mm. Talks about trending topics. No, you know? no, 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 no. Okay. Are you no? You know are, you talking about? are you talking about Ethan Klein? <laughs> that's the only. No. Per, that's the only person I could think of. No, no, he's he's uh. For, Jeremy the quartering. I didn't want oh, to say that. Oh no, 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 no. So okay. the no, these are dude, Jeremy. And I always Jeremy said that because was, he was supposed to be boxing or fighting some other dude and the other dude was uh uh overweight to put it. Oh, okay. Better than you. Um the uh no, these guys are like you know, YouTube was a, a twinkle in Jeremy's eye when these guys started oh, on geez. YouTube. I mean, this was these guys are old school uh, about back in the day, yeah, back in the day, yeah, 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 yeah. like ground zero almost. And and they both, for a number of different reasons, sort of nuked their their uh, their careers. Um, mm. And you'll see a lot of it in the video uh, that because Mahler went through and he like he posted some or he put together some like clips of like I guess highlights of their most infamous moments. Um, and they're wild, dude. It was stuff. Some of the stuff that I'd never seen before. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, and then like watching the two of them get in the ring was highly entertaining. Um, they only did, oh, I don't even want to tell, I'm not going to say anything else because I, okay. I actually reckon this is send quality, it, send it to me. quality content, quality content. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll post it in one of the, um, the discord channels for everyone to see, uh, cause it's, it's quite good. Um, that's great. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground. I know we've been taking some time away. Apologies. Life and work has been busy. To, yes, and to, we to miss being least. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely to say the least. It's been it's been going hard. Yeah. Uh, man. And so we're just trying to get back into the swing of things. I've got some work to do on the uh, audio side to get us caught back up on all of those, but I'm hoping to have 
the Mario episode and this one out this week for that. Uh, it'll probably have to happen while I'm in Montana, uh, which is where I'll be going Wednesday, the, what, that's the 17th um, yep. of this month. So lots of uh, fun stuff going on over there. I know that, you know, we haven't been streaming as much, both the show and, uh, you know, kind of extracurricular as well. But at some point, it'll happen again. Um, you know, I I, uh, I got Zelda, like I was, I was talking about, and I've just been kind of enjoying sitting on the couch playing it uh, and yeah. then having Jake text me occasionally like you need to hurry up and get as far as I am so that I can talk to you about this and I'm like <laughs> this game is massive um he played it for like I th- like 10 hours the other day or something oh, crazy man. he texted me he's like I've been playing for the last 10 hours I was like bruh I was like I've just started like what <laughs> um slow down but it's good it's it's a, a great example of graphics not being everything you know mm-hmm. like the quality of your game being able to like kind of rise above that that being said nintendo it's time to at the very least move up into higher frame rates for your consoles like if you want to stick at 1080 if that's even you know if, it, if that's still feasible for the like uh the switch that's fine the oled's great it's gotta be minimum 60 like their frame rates have been <laughs> it's not as bad in this as it was in the pokemon game i don't know if i if we actually ever talked about it joseph because it you know it's not really your thing so much, at least the like Nintendo side of stuff. But I almost stopped playing Pokemon because the frame rate was so bad. Like it's tr- it, it's trash. Like it, it it started it had to have been running at like five frames a second. Just like some of the the atmosphere, um, and you know other stuff like that. So it's I'm oh, just man. waiting for it's you better to do than violence. that. It's better than that. I'm just waiting for you to do violence since you're a video game player. That's what. Oh, news, I know. For me to, me. yeah, for me to snap because I learned how to to do the violence you, from video games. Yeah. yeah, you did the violence on Grand Theft Auto growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into adulthood because they made the same game like five times. Yeah, it's it's true. And uh, yeah. oh man, hey, honestly, dude, I don't know if that's this year or next year when GTA Six is coming out, but we'll probably have some stories to talk about that because yeah. allegedly they are toning down a lot of their sort of typical uh like humor and, uh, and violence maybe uh they might be changing some stuff so that will be interesting to to see and talk about because i've played all of the modern games so from three to five, and right. all, all of the like a lot of the interstitials in between. None of the like handheld stuff that came out in between that. So there's a couple things that I missed, but all of the main stuff that's come out um, from t- I think it was 2001 when three came out, all the way up to GTA five. Well, when NCAA football 2024 comes out next year, I'll be reviewing that. Oh, you'll be like, <laughs> hey, David, you don't know anything about this game except for those times that you watched me play it when we were roommates no, in college. Uh, how much the so Zelda's out and it's on the Switch, right? Yeah. Know, maybe I'll get that and play it on the Switch. It's fun. I you don't even Zelda in a long time. You don't even really need to play the sequel or the the one that came before it. So this is like yeah. a sequel to Breath of the Wild. I mean I recommend Breath of the Wild, but 
Um, either way, you know, you'll be good. And you can go back and play that one, and I don't think it'll really matter. You know, they're not they're not the most like story driven games, which right. I they're they're starting to so the Zelda games are starting to move into this. Uh, voice acted kind of story based content yep with what they're doing and it it makes me want something a little bit more like that like a very and I shouldn't say I, I when I say highly produced don't take it to being that the games aren't highly produced but what I mean is something that's got a really well put together story like god of war yeah, like i i would yep. like i would l- love to have a legend of zelda that from a story perspective has the kind of like god of war vibes um game, yeah, no, I, gameplay I, I know, is up, up to them like that they can keep the gameplay they have now they can go back to more of the classic gameplay from uh sort of like the n64 era um but i would really it just kind of made me itch for that because there's like little moments where you're getting some like character um, and like, you know, Zelda's a little bit, a uh, little more than just like uh, what she's been in the past. Like you get to see some of her like more curious side and, you know, it, it, it's cool uh, to have that in, to, to have a little more character in the characters in these games, but yep. it's still, it's not quite enough. You know, not just I mean? an avatar, so to say. Yeah. It's just like, it, I'm like, Ooh, I kind of like this. And then it's over pretty quickly, um, but I can't. Well, I have some uh, other breaking news for you. Um, oh, which is that uh, the Embracer Group, who's doing the Lord of the Rings movies with Warner Brothers, are now partnering with Amazon to do a MMO game with uh, Amazon Studios. So. Ugh. Or gaming, entertainment, whatever their you know video game industry is called is at it, Amazon. Is it going to be based on Rings of Power? And quote unquote, they plan on doing Tolkien's World justice. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> you said the dog whistle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't believe them. I don't trust, man. They're yeah. the ones that made Aragorn um, black and Magic the Gathering, and it's like, what, like. I don't. That's. I don't know. We've talked about it a million times. To me, it's just uh, pandering and just a false sense of uh, diversity that's not truly genuine. It's just a, a marketing scheme, right? Yeah. But yeah, Embracer Groups, Middle Earth Enterprises, and Amazon Games announced new The Lord of the Rings game. The game is set to be a a massively multiplayer online game based on The Lord of the Rings. Amazon Games will publish the game. Globally for PC and consoles. The game will be a new take, emphasis on new and take, on Lord of the Rings. Uh, the world of Middle-earth continues to prove an endlessly fertile ground for creators. And Amazon Games has a passion for building immersive, compelling worlds and publishing games for a global audience. Said Lee Gunchard. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Sorry, Lee. CEO of Free Mode, I know you're avid producer of our show, uh, listening producer. Um, he also said, we have the clear ambition to create the highest quality entertainment products for this IP, whether we utilize internal resources or 
team up with the best industry partners that complement our capabilities. We are we're taking every care to deliver an MMO which will do justice to the expansive, expansive Middle Earth universe and the light players around the world. <sighs> well, we'll see that. Uh, like, do the, you? Does, I don't know. The game's got to be good before like, any of that. So, yeah, it's like, do you need a fresh take? Like, hey, Matt, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, I'm I'm interested to see, but. Oh gosh! I hope it's not based on the rings of power. <laughs> Dude, it'd be so funny if it was. <laughs> if uh, what's her face was like front and center. The main character. Um, what's uh, her name? Slip in my mind. Uh, uh, the play Gladriel. Yeah, Morford Clark. Morford Clark. Yeah. Hey, do <laughs> next she's year she's or like, the year after? Welcome. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for uh, the next season of Rings of Power because they're great numbers for us. Uh, it's true. Oh man, but uh, you know, as we said earlier, we've been inconsistent with doing the podcast. But one thing that helps us out is our value for value. So one of the things that allows us to spend more time doing the podcast, editing clips, because I haven't been able to put out clips due to work, we can commit more of our time to this when that monetary value is there, uh, and obviously. Uh, with it not being there, there's only so much time we can commit because things come up and everything. But we enjoy doing the podcast with or without that, but we do have to keep the lights on. Uh, our goal has always been to eventually uh, be able to do this full time. And so to so far, I think uh, it's been John, Burke, and old uh, Tyler. Daniels. Daniels and um, Whoopa Troopa. That have donated to us. So if and Jake D. You, and Jake D. Yep. And Jake D. He did to our if first you live stream. Want to become a producer, then feel free to click on our direct.me link and there you'll find our PayPal link donation where you can uh, send us some money and be include be sure to include a note and we'll read it live on air if you want us to. Um, and if you want to remain anonymous, let us know. And other than that, you can also donate uh, via your time and talent. So I know like Whoopa Troopa, he's done some thumbnails for us. Any kind of talent and time you want to devote to help us developing our platforms appreciated. Value for value is important because we don't have to worry about advertisers. None of that stuff is just exactly what you like. And so if you're getting entertainment for us, how much is that entertainment worth to you? Is it a night out of the movies? Is it, you know... Uh, Worth a uh, Lincoln Park song. I don't know why they're the first ones that came to my mind, but I guess that just kind of shows my age. Uh, <laughs> hey, it still slaps, man. You know. Yeah, it does. I guess I could say, uh, who who's hip with the kids these days? Uh, the, the Ariana, the the Ariana Grande's, <laughs> the um, the 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 Mariana trenches. <laughs> God, the the Madonnas. The yeah, there's that. I Spice, lady. Oh, I Spice. There you go, David. Yeah. Sorry. Where's the keeper one? I need her because then she could uh, um, let me else? know what uh, kids are listening to. Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's been going Taylor strong Swift. forever. So is it is it worth a Taylor Swift song? Those are like two dollars <laughs> on uh, on Apple. I'm sure. Hold on now. <laughs> 
Oh, is it worth a Dairy fine, Queen I guess. ice cream cone? <laughs> Whatever you decide, the, the, our you know the value we're giving you is worth. You can donate to us in that form. We appreciate all you, all of you. Remember, when you donate, you do uh, automatically become a producer of the corresponding episode. Donations of a hundred dollars or less gives you the producer title. A hundred dollars or more gives you the associate executive producer t- title, and two hundred dollars and above gives you the executive producer title. And these are credits that you can put on your IMDb page or whatever resume um, where credits are accepted and we will vouch for them. And you are a producer. Mm. So we appreciate all of you. All right. Well, are you ready to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? I am. Volume 3. Yeah, because I feel like you and I may have a differing opinion from most uh, everyone uh, else. I, I haven't really looked into anyone, but I guess I, I say most everyone else, and it's really like uh, uh, a couple people I've seen and on Discord. CV uh, for my next electrician gig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking. Let me check Rotten Tomato. Because I, I, yeah, I've been stay. I for the most part have been staying away from stuff. I I was definitely doing it up until when we were supposed to talk last week, but. I have poked around in a few different places. It's pretty mixed as far as I can tell. And I think the box office. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the box office kind of reflects that. Hang on a second. Tomatoes. Let's see. I think it's certified fresh, though. I think it has like an 82%. Of course it does. Um, That's way too high. Well, hear me out on this. I just don't think Rotten Tomatoes... Well, it's got an 82% fresh and a 94% audience score. So if you're going Ooh. if you're going based off of this, we are in the minority for this movie. Um but that's okay because that's where we are a lot of the time with stuff. Well, we know that. Not always. Tomatoes is known for being a bastion of truth, you know? Yeah, I just uh, don't They get everything right, both the critics and the audience. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I haven't re- I haven't uh, been paying attention to anyone's review. I will say this: you want to start with general thoughts on this, or how do you want to go? I'll let you. Well, I'll let you lead the way, Mister Host. So let me do this real quick before we start. So I had mentioned the box office, yes, um, and I just wanted to go over some of these numbers because this is kind of an example of a series where the budget is directly associated to the past two movies. Uh, There's a caveat there, but... So the first Guardians had a budget of around $170 The sequel had a budget of $200 million. Uh, Both of those movies uh, were successful. Um, The original Guardians is generally considered a... I would say it's kind of like cult that got a little bit of cult classic status to a degree. Like yep. if that movie it's had one of their strongest if, movies. Yeah, if James Gunn had re- had been given the rights to that, released what he released, um, and it was not a part of the MCU, uh, that movie holds up pretty well on its own. Um, I mostly feel the way about the second movie. I actually the second movie might be like completely. Uh, outside of 
the running plot line with the MCU other than maybe some of the... I'm trying to remember if any of the after credits... Because I literally watched it yesterday, and I'm trying to remember. Anyway, the, they're, they are somewhat standalone. Um, yeah. and they're insulated from most of the cinematic universe's uh, main themes and plot lines. So the original one made $773 million. Now, you got to remember this was in 2014, so that's a really big deal at the time. Yeah. Uh, for, especially that for a huge. movie, yeah, especially for a movie that was very much unknown characters. Literally, one of them is a talking raccoon, and the other one is a talking tree. And you have a green lady, um, a, a green guy for the most part, and Chris Pratt, who was a known entity at the time, but not like he is today. Yeah, he wasn't a megastar. Yeah, you got to kind of put a lot of that in perspective. Like I was excited for a Guardians movie because I played Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and was introduced to Rocket Raccoon through that, and I was like, I need a movie with Rocket Raccoon in it. Um, which will play into this third movie a little bit, because we do have to talk about a lot of that. Um, the sequel made $869 million with a slightly higher budget, so still good. Uh, the estimate for the third movie is that it was about $250 million. Now, that is pretty typical, if I remember correctly, for Mm -hmm. sort of the Phase 4, moving into Phase 5 movies. The difference is is that Guardian's budget actually makes sense. If if you're going off the idea that the first movie had a relatively low budget for like a Marvel movie, um, the sequel upped it, and that makes sense, that you're probably going to do that again for the next one, especially because you had success success moving into a third movie the problem is is that it's been let's see i think volume two came out in 2016 so it's been seven years is that right am i doing my math right or has it been a little less than that when did it come out 2016 is that that's right isn't it Yeah, seven years it'd be seven years Good lord, has it really been that long? That's a long time. It's I want to be the downfalls with their cinematic universe. I want to be that. wrong about that because that is that's wild. If that's true, did it come out that long ago? And we're getting old. Uh oh, twenty seventeen. I'm off by okay, a year. Still, years. still that's six still years. Time, Especially when you had 2014, 2016. You would expect, with a series as popular as Guardians, you would get 28, 2019 yeah. for the next one. At least every four years. Um, but the, I, and, you know, there's a lot of, and I don't know how much of it is substantiated and how much of it is still just kind of considered rumor. Um, there's a lot of evidence that Marvel started... Uh, trying to like finish the series out a little quicker. There's a lot. I don't. If you go back and watch a lot of Phase Two and Three, there's a lot of stuff that they never really followed through with very well. And stuff like plot lines, like Guardians, is a great example. So Adam Warlock, who is in the third movie, is teased at the end of Volume Two. And it's crazy that it took them six years, roughly, to finally come back around to that. Um, 
and, and then how they utilize them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we general. Do it, but yeah, you are right though. General thoughts. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna let you the go. Honor to go first. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let you go first so I can kind of bounce off of that. Now, I, I, you like the first two, right? Yep. I was going to say, I was going to mention earlier, it's kind of funny. We both really, really liked the first one. When I first yeah, I saw love, the second the one, movie. yeah, when I first saw the second one, I really, really enjoyed it. And you weren't necessarily as keen on it. But then when you watched it for a second time, mm-hmm. you, like, when I say it's not like you didn't like it, you just weren't as keen on it as I was. Like, I really, sure. really enjoyed the second movie. Sure. Um, and, but then. Like you got kind of like more towards my level with enjoying the second movie. <laughs> okay, so let me put it. To... Let me put it this way: with the second one, um, my stance on it for the longest time is that I understand why people like this as much as they do. It just didn't work for me the way it did for everyone else. Now, after watching it again yesterday. I don't know if I'm going soft in some ways, but I, I, there, there is, it is a very solid movie. It, yes, it, it, is. it works really, really well. There's stuff that I don't like about it, um, but it's mostly minor. And to be honest, at this point, whenever we talk about the, the comedy in any Marvel movie, whether we're talking about past or present, it's really hard for me now to be like, am I annoyed by this because it's what Marvel has been doing since the original Guardians? Or is this just not a great joke? It's really hard for me to distinguish. Um, I think that there are a couple things that just get overplayed in the second movie. Um, there's a joke with right. the char- this one uh, taser rap- face. Taser face, yeah. Uh, I had heard someone mention that before, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, like watching it again, I'm like, "Yeah." But then, listen, I like Yondu is great in the second movie. Rocket is great. Rocket's great across the board for me, for the most part. I even think, for the most part, in three, um, he doesn't get get it as badly as other characters do now there's a reason for that and i don't like the reason for that in the third movie which we'll get into when we get to spoiler section um but i i you know going back and watching it it, it ended and i was like you know and again i could be going a little bit soft especially considering like the quality that we've been getting recently just in movies yeah you know in general but i'm like this movie's good it's a good movie like it's it it's movie. entertaining it's fun uh, the the characters are all just very enjoyable to watch and be around like the banter between them and like uh Drax and Mantis like making fun of each other in the second one or everything for the most part works for me i'm not a massive fan of the third act especially the the fight with uh, quill and his father um yeah. i i, I it may it's still the thing or where he turns yeah when he turns into pac-man and they like come at each other i people like it i get it it makes me roll my eyes i'm like this just i don't know yeah, it just doesn't it. do it, it for was, me it, it's that i remember coming you know, out of the second one and i was like i think i like this better than the first one and then 
I came down a little bit more, and the first one is definitely my favorite out of all of them. And then, obviously, the second one's still a really good movie to me. Yeah. And then you asked me for my general thoughts. My general thoughts yes. for, I think the best way I can su- surmise it is like this. You seen that show Storage Wars? <laughs> yes, I think I know where you're going with this. It's like you're waiting for the big reveal and you just, you know, bid a lot of money for this and there's supposed to be great things in there. And like you're so excited and stuff like that. And then finally they open it up. And it's a big old dud. <laughs> well, okay. So And it's like, oh, I found like a, a few things I liked. There you right, go. Okay. In, yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. And but like it's a dud in the sense that you didn't really get the oh wow, I can't believe I found this. 1972 uh, Stingray Corvette in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, I'm just saying, like, yeah. LeBron James jersey that you signed when he was, like, seven years old. Uh, you know, you didn't find that, like, oh, this is amazing type deal. Or this is, oh, this is really good. Or even just, okay, well, this is this was worth the money I spent, yeah. right? You also found... This is bad. You also found a um, golden homeless man in there, and you looked at him and went, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Now, so I say, I say that I think that's the best way to put it. Like this is, in my opinion, I think it's a crap show. I think it's just like slung together, like plot wise, it's all over the place. Um, I think it's you know slung together a you know everything they did great in the previous two movies, like what worked, and threw it in there. Um, I, I wouldn't say uh, it's better. I think Spider-Man No Way Home is better than this, and I think this is better than anything we've gotten in Phase 4. But I don't really want to use Phase 4 as a benchmark. I just say that to kind of put it in its in, in a proper it's context. Pretty much st- this, it's 4.5. Like, the phases don't really even matter as much. It's definitely the best thing we've gotten in uh, Phase 5 so far. Isn't this technically like Phase 5? Yeah, Guardians but isn't Earth? it also, did we get anything else from Phase 5 yet? No, it's the only thing. Okay, so like that's what benchmark is that? It's better than nothing? Like <laughs> it's okay, better so than anything that's me, come out. So I'm trying to be positive, David. Yeah, I know. I let will me, say I really I'll say this one uh, positive thing that I did enjoy. Yeah. Which was I'm glad the villain in this was actually a villain. And here's a, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Here's the second thing. High uh, pop culture, uh, by the way. And and I'm gonna shout out James Gunn on this, like uh and I like James Gunn as a director um, and writer. I think uh, he. I'm glad that it was a movie where it, the gender didn't matter and it wasn't trying to preach to you a message other than, hey, men can help, you know, men have weaknesses, women have weaknesses, and they can help each other out and counteract those. Uh, I didn't feel any type of, I didn't see, I should say, any type of overhanded play of how most Marvel movies are where the female can't be rescued for, by a man um, and the female is just automatically better. Uh, you know, there are times where Quill needed help and he'd get help, times where, you know, the, the ladies in the film needed help and they'd get help. But I think that to counteract that and, and offer one criticism, it seemed like n- no one was able to say no to James Gunn. Like things should have been got gotten dialed back a bit. The uh, the tones were all over the place. It's like this scene, uh, comedy. This scene 
happy. This scene, uh, they're they're arguing back and forth, and this, and it's like uh, it seemed very choppy to me, to where they didn't let anything breathe. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, my favorite act was three. Yeah. I thought act one and two were bad. So there are because I'm definitely not as harsh on it because I, I, like I, I, I know I I think that there's a there's still some good character stuff here I think there's a good movie in this like I think there's a very very good movie that could have come out of this there's some good ideas I'm I was actually so we're gonna get into spoilers because I there's really no other way f- to talk about this um so spoilers from here on out so um, Rocket in particular, I so this movie starts out and I went, oh, he's gonna focus, like put a lot of emphasis on Rocket in this movie. Like this is gonna be sort of a, I guess, because like you know the first two movies An are origin story. Sort it, it is, but of. yeah, and and it honestly that's where part of the problem with the movie is for me, but because it's it's kind of a mess. Um, there's too much going on. There's too many characters. The, you know, they introduce a lot of the characters into the holiday special. And I'm not sure if ultimately that was for the best or not to make that something that lines up directly with this. Um, it, the holiday special is not really anything all that great. Like it exists. It's like kind of whatever. Um, but there's like, cause like Cosmo was introduced in that. Um, and them getting a hold of nowhere and like, like I guess buying it, and now that's like where they're operating out of, which is kind of fine. Like it doesn't really hurt that. Like if they if they opened this movie up and it was like, oh yeah, we bought nowhere, and here's Cosmo, who you've kind of seen before. It it's it's fine. It it was all just like, oh, there's a lot going on in this. Um, and you're like, okay, that's fine. I, maybe they'll just play like background roles, but. Everybody kind of is, he's trying to kind of wrap everything up, not only with your original Guardians cast, um, but you also have a lot of stuff going on with the other characters that some of it, I guess they're assuming they're going to get another movie. And yeah, it seemed that way. In what, like another six years? Like when 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 would we get another Guardians at this point? And, and I, is I Marvel going to be in a position, especially with what we're talking about with the box office, for them to do that? So with the rocket stuff. I was like, sweet. I was like, I love rocket. I was was like, I would love to see some more of this. And so I figured, okay, we're kind of getting this. They start going into some of his backstory. I was like, well, maybe we'll get this nice kind of tight section where we're learning about how rocket came to be, how he's connected to the villain. Um, and then Quill and him to, you know, together doing their thing, because that's kind of what was setting up. Well, Adam Warlock shows up and knocks Rocket out of the movie for ha- like for half the movie, and I, and you're sitting there and it's like, and because and I say all this because one of the things that I complained about in the original in the second movie, excuse me, is that I I wasn't really happy that they split the team up, um, because that's also for quite a big chunk of the movie. Now, again, I'm a little softer on it than I used to be, um. And I kind of understand it. Well, here's the thing. Like, for a second film, eh, I'm kind of Big okay with softy. it. 
when you go into the third one, right, especially because this is supposed to be, like, they were setting this up to be, this is it for the Guardians. Like, you're, the way that the, this was advertised, yep. I was expecting at least one of, one of them to die. Um, I was expecting it, too. And they, they pull the sheet out from under you on several occasions. Gosh, and it so never goes crazy. anywhere. It, it's not as if he's like, oh, gotcha. Like, and I don't even think this would really be that good. But it's not as if he's kind of teases you like, oh, um, Drax is in danger. Is Drax going to die? And it's like, no, he's fine. Oh, Gamora's in danger. Well, like, Gamora's not a great example. Rocket's in danger. Is Rocket going to die in the end? Doesn't die. And they do that, I think... With every like single character, time. yeah, just yeah. about every single one of the original cast. They like Nebula has a moment where I was like, okay, you know, Neb, Neb Nebula is not exactly like a high-ranking character in this. Like, I guess if she dies, that all right doesn't happen to Nebula. And it it was like, what are we doing with this movie? Um, I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. And, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. So the only and the other thing that's a problem with how much gets shoved into this um, is that a lot of plot lines and things that kind of happen ultimately don't go anywhere um, or they're they just kind of unnecessary. Um, Adam, Adam Warlock, they they bring in and you're like, okay, villain. Oh, no, he's working for his mother. Oh, no, his mother is working for the big bad. Oh, uh, Adam Adam's mother is killed by the big bad. Oh, Adam is going to have a redemption arc at the end of this. Oh, no, that doesn't really happen. Oh, wait, it happens in the last five minutes. And and it's just like, what is going on? It, it seemed like, like <laughs> I, almost, it, I was almost thinking when I was watching it, after the first 20 minutes of it, I was bored. Um, oh, that's Because that first, yeah. in, in that first act, you know, you get a lot of that you know, where they tease Rocket's death and yeah, and all this stuff. And, and then, what was it? I think hey, then they tease Nebula's death. And it was just after they kind of all came back to life and then they were kind of teasing it with Drax um, right in that the first 20 minutes of the movie or, or 30. I was just kind of like, is this how it's going to be? And then when yeah. it happened again in Act 2 and Act 3, it almost seemed like okay. Did James Gunn originally plan to, you know, kill some of these characters off, and then the executives were uh, like, "No, no, 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 we need to leave these around uh -huh. because we may need a movie in the future." Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. you can't get rid of this character because we might want to do this, or they want to stick stick around. So yeah, he can't. He couldn't really put a, a final bow, like you know, a bow on the this trilogy. I think maybe like he liked to. Um, yeah. Now I'll say this. I wanted to say that in his there, defense. There are some, I, I, I think, very noticeable improvements um, that are very, I, I would call them like James Gunn-isms. Um, this movie is significantly more violent than I think anything else that Marvel's put out. I don't know if you noticed that, but it's like... It's got some yeah, moments where I, I was like, whoa. I was like, I didn't know Disney could even do that. Um, it is brutal first, for Disney stuff, yeah. And, and it's sure. like... Especially that first act. It opens up yeah. pretty 
strong. Or again, for Marvel, it's pretty strong. Uh, yeah, and I, I was like, oh man, it's almost like James Gunn is shining through a little bit in this. But the thing is, is it's only in it's it's only like kind of sprinkled throughout the movie. Um, there's a big fight in a hallway, um, towards the end. Um, if you remember what I'm talking about, yeah, uh, that I, I loved that. Um, that Peter's Peter's f bomb was actually perfect. Uh, in it, like it was one of those things where it, it like lands right. Like you, there's there are things in this that I'm like, oh man, like just a slightly edgy Guardians of the Galaxy would have been great. You know, it's like when we we t- I think I can't remember if we talked about it on the show or not, but that was one of the things that worked really well for the Suicide Squad when he did that. It's like stories like kind of whatever, but the characters are really good. Um, this suffers a little more on the character side as well. Um, mm-hmm. And some of that is because it's that typical, there's a really dangerous situation going on. Rocket's like fighting for his life and there's just, unnecessary jokes going on that seem out of character in the moment Um, and and out of place yeah i find that in this movie so the first movie i think well actually no i'll continue my thought i find in this movie they're still just trying they're 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 being too reactive and they're not necessarily a team like in the first movie, I get it. They're all new characters getting to know each other. It's sure. fine for them to be reactive and not have like good plans. In the second movie, it's about them becoming a solid team, like really growing in that department. And then this is probably what their fifth or sixth uh, time we've seen them on screen. Right. Uh, and it's like, okay, they're still just reactive and flying off the the cuff of their hand because that just uh, that was is, really popular then yeah, like it's like jumps. there's no kind of development in that it's like oh they're just immature then and they are idiots um and it's it's yeah it's a situation where some of that is fine um but it's yeah it's a lot of it is it's dumb like they're idiots for the sakes of sake of jokes like there's the yep. the, the the different colors joke do you know what i'm talking about yeah um I, it's like all right you know, it, it feels like a cheap laugh. Where it's I like, think, oh, wow, it, look how stupid they are. And it's like, wait, but they're not really stupid. Like, Quill, yeah. Quill, like, Peter Quill isn't an idiot. He's a hothead. Like, that was, that's... Which is different. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. If you watch the first two movies, he always actually has somewhat of a handle on the situation. His biggest problem is that he's, he's kind of emotional uh, when it comes to the people that he cares about. Uh, and you see right. that come out in Infinity War, yep. yeah. In, in game, you see in that game. in the first two Guardians movies, um, and then like in this, he just there's all sorts of like weird things. Like there's one scene in particular, and we have to talk about this. That it was it's it is a and I. Well, it, it's kind it, of. Can you it, hold that note real fast? I want yes. to ask you a question. Sure. Before we move on, all right. Did did you think that the comedy in this was more of a Marvel thing of slapstick that can't take anything serious, or just James Gunn dialed up too much, kind of like uh, what's the, the um, uh, Taki Watiti? How Taika like it was, okay, so it's yeah, not like, it's not Love and Thunder, like no, the, it's, it it's not that not, level, but just no. like a little bit like someone he it's, needed someone there to be like, hey, n- not right here. He needed a better editor. He needed someone to come in and, and both from a writing perspective and on a uh, a post. 
perspective to be like, okay, <clears throat> there are too many running plots in this. This needs to be way more focused. Why are we knocking uh, Rocket out of half of this movie? Like, why? Why do we need? Why, are there so why do we need characters? to do that? Yeah, and, and, and everybody's obsessed now. Mm-hmm. It seems like every movie and TV show is obsessed with having a lot of characters, so then no character gets fleshed out well enough. Yeah, and okay, so and to be fair, it's kind of fine for your your core cast because they they've been through a lot. Um, the the difference is though is that even from the first one to the second one, Mantis is really the only major player that that gets introduced that's that follows through with them. You know, Nebula gets fleshed out in the second movie, um Kraglin gets fleshed out in the second movie. Um Yondu gets fleshed out more. Like they they really work pretty hard um in that second one to yeah. make so much more out of everyone in the cast. So like moving into the third movie, it's kind of like what you were saying. By this point, th- yes, there's it's I think it's fine for them to still have like their their kind of issues with each other because that's part of it is that they've they all kind of have their uh their big default or not their their, their big yeah. faults you know what I mean sort of like yep. the thing with Lost. yeah with uh with Peter being over emotional um Rocket's answer is pretty much to always like blow everything up and it's fine for them to like work on those characteristics while that's still being kind of an endearing part of the cast and there's ways to make it work but when you have like what i was saying is like when you have peter who's like pretty good at making plans like he's he's always kind of thinking um off the cuff you see it throughout the volume one and volume two of him doing certain things where he's like you know he's switching stuff out because he's a thief like he knows how to do like sleight of hand like all that kind of stuff well in this it's like all right well the plan is Groot. let's put the guns inside of you um oh nebula gets you know they scan nebula nebula can't come in because she's a living weapon uh peter they're like they scan him he doesn't have weapons on him that's fine groot the big weapon the tree the giant tree that can murder people they're just like nah uh you can come into we we won't even scan you and that's what sets that's, up and that's so that's incredibly lucky that it's so stupid it's not even lucky yeah. it's stupid yeah. it's like it, it is an actual moment of just pure stupidity in the writing where it's like you can't why like you've you don't get to the payoff you don't get to have like the win for the payoff of them sneaking the stuff in inside of Groot um because him getting in was dumb like it yeah it was it was purely by like whoops they forgot to scan Groot they're just like he's fine the part where it didn't even matter anyway because what they were trying to get wasn't there it was somewhere else uh no well it ended up being there because it's the they're trying to get that thing out of the the one guy's head and he's like in the, oh, he's yeah. in the room but that it was the leads... it was a scene before that the they went somewhere else to get it uh yeah oh my gosh yeah and it was just kind of like and then that scene happened right after it and to where that was there but that scene prior to that I was after seeing the that scene where they go to get the thing out of the guy's head. I was like, why do we have the scene before that where they just wasted all this time? It just seemed you could cut all that out and take away a lot of bloat. Yeah, they could have taken some of that out. They could have spent a little bit more time on, uh, I don't, it, 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 it's like alternative Earth or whatever. I can't remember what the exact, Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They could have spent a little more time there, developed that. It, it would have made that place getting destroyed maybe a little more um, emotional uh, because <laughs> they go there 
um, some people like help them out, and then the planet gets obliterated, and you go, oh, uh, all right, I guess, I guess we're not supposed to care about that place. Like it, it's, it's odd, right? They could have the yeah the what the 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 script is trying to tell you is kind of confusing at times. Um, that being said, um. Yeah, I think the second half, I mean, you could just say the third act, really, like, once Rocket comes back, it actually starts picking up a little bit. Like, the, it's still got some some issues in there, but, like, that once they're all together again, you're like, oh, yeah, all right, here's the Guardians movie. Like, what were we doing for the first hour? <laughs> like, the first, you know, like, first hour 15, whatever. Um it's it's weird, man. And like I all that being said, yeah, like we would be in a somewhat better place if well, okay. Let me say this. I I wonder if the movie gets credit for having established characters already. Like if this was a br- this was the first Guardians movie that we got and it was this much of a mess. I'm wondering if people would feel the same way about it. Yeah. Um, because you have that established history there. People are, yeah. especially since they've been so good, people are, are more willing to cut some slack here. Yeah, but if this but was I, the opening, I think it would have been more of a letdown. It would have been a, definitely more of a problem. And to be fair, it's fine for the third movie in a franchise to play off of everything that's been established so far. Um, I do think to a degree it saves this movie because you do care about these characters. Um, but it's just, Peter makes, you know, he he makes a lot of dumb decisions. You get that one where he jumps out the window after the guy and he's like, I, I, was, I didn't have a plan. And you're like, wait, what? It's like, did no one, like, what? Like, and, and then like Groot grows wings. And it's like, Oh, I guess he can do that. And I think doesn't Peter even say something like that? Are you yeah, there? Doesn't he? Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. Here. I, I, I vaguely remember. Maybe I'm getting, I'm, I'm misremembering it. But like, yeah, he jumps out the window and Groot, Groot like catches him, and the, you know he grabs the the other guy with the thing that they're trying to get out of his head, and he's like, "Oh, you can fly!" And you're like, "Oh my lord!" Like, it just it doesn't do a lot of good to make your character stupid for the sake of jokes. And I think that may be one of the biggest missteps this movie has. Um, Yeah. You don't need to to put your characters at detriment just for the sake of making a comedic joke. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? Or to move the plot forward. Not in the sense to where... There's a way to do that to where it makes sense on why they would make a mistake, a stupid mistake. There could be a lot of things going on at one time yeah. and they're overwhelmed and it's just like they, they forget or you know they accidentally say the wrong thing and then it's like, oh, 30 seconds later, they try and, and go and correct it, but it's too late. Uh, but there's, um, there's a lot of conveniences in in the yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of odd power levels in this. Um, oh, dude. Adam Warlock is like practically Superman and then... He is supposed like he does he, even from the start he's kind of dumb like his entire and I and I that maybe that's supposed to be part of the joke but it's 
it's weird because the guy who sends him, it's like, why would he send you if this was going to, like, you just, you weren't competent, you know? Like, Adam Warren, he's just not, he's not a very competent character, and then he goes in, he's supposed to be getting uh, Rocket back for the main villain, and instead of going and capturing him, because he's, like, so much, you know, and kind of getting in, grabbing Rocket and leaving, he practically murders Rocket, like, completely bungles the whole thing, and it's just, it's like, okay, and then he doesn't really have much of a role in the rest of the movie, like, he, he, to me, it seems like he's wandering around in this movie because they didn't really know what to do with him. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Did you think that it was cheap how they utilized, you know, kind of his backstory to make you feel an emotion for the movie, like to come out of it, out of it? Who, being oh, like, Rocket? At least I felt something. Yeah, Rocket. Oh, um, no, I just think there was maybe it went on a little too long like it pads out the movie a little too much I I think that they could well because I had mentioned this at the beginning I I think what they should have done is either done a like a cold open with that so it's you get honestly man even like 10 or 15 minutes at the beginning of the movie where you go through all of that with Rocket you get to see what happened to him you know that he made friends and how horrific it was Especially if you're going with the angle with the villain that we got. Because yeah. in reality, what probably should have happened is that Adam Warlock should have been a competent character, should have been going after the Guardians because of what they did to slight um shoot. What's his name? Their race their race is forget I'm I'm forgetting the the gold the people. The high evolutionary? No, 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 no. The no. main so, villain. Yeah, but I'm not talking about him. It's like cause in the second movie, um Osmos? No, the the gold, uh, the gold people that yeah, Adam Warlock is a part of. Their their name is like, <sighs> yeah, obviously it's slipping my know. mind. The come on, troll room, help us out. Yeah. Anyway, so th- th- I I guess what they it seems to me what the original plan was is that if you're gonna follow it up, that like Adam Warlock would essentially be the villain in the third movie, and then I I would think have a have some sort of turn at some point. Even if you ha- you kind of keep it the way that it is, it it like the oh it's it's n- War- Adam Warlock hasn't been the one um, in charge this whole time. There's actually somebody else. Turns out that's the person who Rocket was he- like. There's a way to kind of deal with that. Um, but a- a- the way that that it is in this, it's like you could have replaced Ad- the like Adam Warlock doing what he did to Rocket at the beginning of this with anyone. The maybe it could have even been that the high evolutionary wanted Rocket just wiped out and like whoever he sends fails at that and that's what sets them kind of like off on their adventure because Adam Warlock doesn't he just keeps showing up and it doesn't matter to the the plot at all yeah no for the rest of the movie it's um, like they put him in there because he was at the end of yeah. the second movie and they had to and they couldn't even give him the decency after all of that his his mother dies, and he still can't. He's not smart enough to go. Maybe I've been wrong this whole time. Maybe I've been fighting on the wrong side. That's what I thought they were gonna do. They don't even do that. It's like they're like singing a song at the end of the movie, and he goes, hmm, "Maybe I want to be a good guy now." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing with this guy? It's just messy. 
it is and i i other think other than like the acting performances are great i think they're pretty good everyone yeah. does a great job um they're putting their heart into it for sure yeah and i like each individual character it just doesn't it didn't flow for me it wasn't i don't know man i think it's just a a pretty I would low average movie. This is what I would challenge the people who are who like really, really are into this. Go back and watch the first two movies, in particular the first one. It is a tight script. It flows. I mean, it's like two hours. It doesn't feel like two hours at all. Right. Um, it is a very, very well made movie. Um, and then when you compare it to this, there. It's it's just one of those things that's like these runtimes, man. Like t- this feels like a two and a half hour movie, and I know maybe that's not the case for everybody. It's fine, but it, man, it just there is a lot of bloat in this. You know what it reminded me of when I was watching the other ones? I, I it made me realize what Volume Three reminds me of is the directors are unrated. You remember when they used to do this? Like stuff would get released on um into like Blockbuster or wherever. Yes, and you'd have like director's cut, or you'd have um, that like unrated, and all it really meant is that they added a bunch of scenes back into it, and it would mm-hmm. it would boost the runtime. And sometimes it was kind of cool to see, but it wasn't necessarily the definitive way to watch the movie. It feels like that's what James Gunn released, and it's mm. that there's just a lot in it that we really didn't necessarily need. Um, I wonder how how much is it him, the sovereign, or any thank director you, Matt. versus. You know the executives. How much do the executives have at plan? Especially with it being Disney, know. we all know how how much authority they wield over everyone. Yeah, um, but yeah, they are called the sovereign. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't know, man. With this one, it's weird with this one because you can see it plain as day with everything else that they've released. Um, really, since Captain Marvel, um, this one's an odd one. Uh, one of the things that I think is really funny, and I. Red Letter Media pointed this out. You remember? Okay, so there's a scene where, uh, like, at, where they're on that flesh planet, and Peter is on the, uh, the he's on the elevator with I think Gamora and Drax, and maybe somebody else is there, and he just starts going on this kind of like rant about his relationship with Gamora. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Well, their perspective on it was that that was. James Gunn kind of doing like a first person rant about Marvel ruining aspects of his care, like like completely screwing with what he had planned. Because you know he's like, oh you know, uh, she like uh, dies and then there's like time travel and she like comes back but it's not exactly the same. But like everybody else that time traveled had to like stay in the past or died or and but but. Nakamura, you know, and he's like going through this thing and they were like, and who knows if this is actually true, but I thought it was a pretty good good. theory. Yeah. I was like, okay, fair enough. I was like, he might be a little, some of what has happened in, in this might not be his fault because of the, you know, remember the drama over the tweets Mm -hmm. Um, and then they push the movie back and then which I think was still stupid because I think this movie would have made a ton of money if they had put it out in 2019. And it's listen, the 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 money hasn't stopped Disney from doing all sorts of insane stuff before. I don't know why some like you know un- <laughs> some 
not great tweets, some some bad tweets from James Gunn. I'm, I'm trying to be generous to him because I I feel like. Well, hey, man, it's know. not that Disney doesn't agree with those things anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's trying to get get there too, but yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not like they didn't know who they hired. Like honestly, guys, if you've never seen old James Gunn movies, like go back and watch them. The dude was unbelievably edgy. And that, like that's who he was, and you know Twitter was very much a different place at the time, yeah. and you can say like oh well it might be an indication of that it's like yeah but he he also he wasn't he was an edgy dude he was trying to like set people off get people's emotions people do make extremely extremely bad jokes yeah at, you know everybody's not everybody's everything done. has this motive of oh this person must be a secret. he's a he's a villain you know, he's the villain the villainous yeah exactly and so it's like. He likes to tip okay. over cows at night. If it comes, if it comes out one day that that's the truth, I'll be like, "Well, that's really unfortunate." <laughs> it's like I guess yeah. it was an indication of that. Yes, um, we were wrong. Yeah, underground issues Whoops. and apology. Yeah, uh, we're sorry. Um, all of that being said, yeah, I think the movie is a bit of a mixed bag, and I, I I would say that it makes perfect sense in my mind, that somewhere between a four and a six, if you're going to put on a number scale, somewhere between a four and a six um, is pretty acceptable to me. Because I don't yep. think it deserves to just be absolutely panned. Um, I don't think it's that bad on any metric. Um, mm. I, I think there's still... A four is pretty bad to me. So here's the thing. is It's, like it, well, four, it's not guess- great... But if if a five is middle of the road, right? And we it, we talk about this all yeah. the time. We have to get away from the stupid grading scale that we grew up with in school, where anything that was like a sixty and below was a failing grade, and sixty five and below was like a failing grade. It's like that's ridiculous. Why do you have so much space to to have like failing and so little space? That's why, dude. I'm telling you, it's one of the reasons why people give stuff sevens, eights, and nines. Is because a seven in a lot of people's minds is average. It's a C. Yep. An eight is a B, and and a nine and a ten is an A A plus. And if I think this is low average, I think four would would do good. I think that's a good score. Yeah, I think that's where that that lands. And so that's a pro. It's one of the reasons why when we first started this, I was I I still am, but I was very hesitant for to do numbers on anything because. People hold the numbers up as like absolute truth. So it's like, well, you gave this thing a two one time, and this other thing that I think is is as bad a, a three. What explain yourself? It's like, well, if you right. if you listen to what we're talking about, like you can kind of piece together where we fall on this kind of stuff. And I'm all right talking about it because I know it does help people sort of nail down where we land ultimately on certain things but I just I don't want it to be the end all be all of a of a conversation that we have or someone's like well oh yeah well what what would they score it as like ultimately it's like who cares man like it's, you're missing the point of the conversation uh, when you get to the, to that um but I think if we're going to talk about it in that way it's like you people have to remember like 5 is very much like hey, there's good there's bad it's not you know I and as we've talked about very it, much and, a mixed bag. yeah, and as I've I've gotten there, I would very much say that that's the case. Um, and if if you were to ask me about the other two, um, and I think given enough time, I could make pretty good arguments for it. I would probably say Volume Two is an eight, and the original one is a nine. Um, Agreed. And I, I think the original one's probably like a nine point one. 
Oh, okay. Um, explain yourself, sir. But yeah, I just it is a mix. It's a mixed bag for me. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff I really like. I really like Cosmo. Um, I think Cosmo was a great addition. I'm I'm almost a little upset that Cosmo wasn't with the team for most of the movie too. Um, I don't know why you make a a movie a, that's supposed to be like an ensemble of characters. And they're not together for a majority of the movie. Like they, they're off kind of doing their own thing. It's very, it's weird, right? Like it the is first, odd. the first one set the set the standard for that, and it just doesn't really follow through with the other two. And it's again, and they consistently have to be split up. Yeah, despite and again, that, it's fine if it happens a tiny bit, but it's just sure it's overhanded in the play too much of them being split up and coming back together. Yeah, you don't. They don't get to play off each other. That you know, there's not a lot of. You know, Rocket being Rocket gets to miss out on a lot of that because he's not in a big part of the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I thought they were I gonna, totally I thought get it. When they but. started off in Act One, and Adam Warlock showed up, and he just started piecing together people yeah. like Nebula. I was yeah. like, Oh, are they gonna kill off Nebula? And then I was like, Oh, and, are they and gonna again, kill that's... off Rocket. Oh, are they gonna kill off Drax? And I was like, I was waiting for it, and it just. You know, I think that's you know, because it was tonally all over the place, and because you had that kind of teasing the entire time. Yeah. You could never take. There was never any, nothing had any stakes or tensions for me, and so it was like, eh. You know, well, I'm that's not, the thing is that they, yeah, he ruins that in that. You're right. He ruins that in the first act, in that first, I'd say first act, but in in the first scene when Warlock, uh, Adam Warlock comes in, because. The, they're all getting knocked around, but then everybody's fine by the end of it, except for Rocket, but he's still alive. Yeah. And then you would think, and again, you, I think you might be right about the executive stuff with this, you think what you would want to do at the very least, so they have all this stuff going on, Nebula is sort of playing the de facto leader um, at the time, uh, and Peter is drunk. Um, it would have been nice to see Nebula, give like Nebula and Peter just a little bit of time to see that she has kind of like changed ultimately over the course of these movies and she kind of cares about the situation that Peter's going through and then she gets killed by Adam Warlock and that becomes the inciting incident that causes Peter to sober up maybe that is something that causes Gamora to come back and you don't have to do all of the stupid Ravager stuff with her Um, and they can be and we're kind of fixing this because, to be honest, it, it sucks that they killed her off in Endgame. Or no, I guess in Infinity War, excuse me. Yeah. It sucks that they killed her off in Infinity War because it totally... And this is why I think it that theory that Red Letter Media had about um, James Gunn being annoyed about that, uh, it makes a lot of sense because now he's like, uh, you know, I had this thing planned out and y'all killed off the the part, the one half of the love interest. Like, and now I have to figure out how to make the time-traveling version of her. Like, how do we deal with this situation? Um, and I, I think what you could have done is had Gamora at, like, you know, she still has some sort of, like, sympathy for Nebula, even this different version of her, because they, they grew up together. Um, and then that's her reasoning for coming back. It's Peter's reason for sobering up. And then it basically becomes the Guardians coming together because they're essentially going out for revenge for the death of Nebula. And then you can do a pretty good movie. And it turns out, right, you have, like, the stakes in there because it turns out that the person that Adam Warlock is working for is the person that turned Rocket into what he is. And so Rocket has a personal stake in this, ultimately. 
Um, yep. You know that you can really do a lot of that. It's the the problem again um, falls into some of the way that this plot ultimately works out, but then also it uh, it has a lot to do with. Um, uh, it has a lot to do with uh, the way that the MCU works in general. And that one of the most solid trilogies really gets hurt to some degree uh, because uh, it, it is such like an intertwined universe. And yeah. they, they they get rid of Gamora. Like it, it kind of hurts the those those moments. So yeah, um, Matt is asked: Does Cosmo give you hope for crypto for DC? Uh, um, I don't know, man. I don't. I <laughs> DC hasn't like earned hardly anything for me. Yeah, I'm kind of like. I think I when we talked about this before it's like i don't care for dc to do crypto and start out that way you know it's or the the other smaller movies they plan on doing i think they really need to start off with a at least a, a few of the heavy hitters you know i know there's been a gluttony of batman movies it seems like at least um you know now with you know him showing up in the flash and then you had robert pattinson's and stuff like that yeah uh and then but i think you do superman you do batman and wonder woman start there and then you can go to uh, you can do the flash if you want to or you can do the green arrow that's a good one to do um you could do the green lantern that's a good one to do now you now you're getting kind of into that that b tier list um but I mean, that's okay. Well, technically, okay. Wonder Woman would be B tier as well if you're going <laughs> if we're going off of comic books. Um, but that's okay. Not like the the S tier that you know, and I mean the stupid tier when I say S tier that you know, freaking that no one's ever heard of. And he's really he, going for some very you know, weird stuff, and that would make he, sense. He does, he does those things. Great. He does. Don't get me wrong. I, I agree. Um, you know, he was originally supposed to be over the cosmic part of marvel which i think would have fit him pretty well now i don't think he should have written and directed everything because that's where you again it happened anyway but you run into the potential for the tone of all these movies to be the same um and it and it sucks because i think that and i i could potentially argue it's one of two things i think either guardians one or guardians two was sort of pinnacle as far as quality is concerned for Marvel and there's it, it's tough because there's some stuff you have to kind of work out in that but the, the biggest problem is that not only was Guardians one of the best like sort of like oh man this is such like a, a refreshing thing to see is like you don't people don't make movies like this right it was you know right. Marvel was willing to take certain types of risks back in the day um, and then uh everything became some like a poor man's version of guardian's humor even doctor strange i remember like cuz i watched i rewatched nearly everything a couple years ago it might might have i think we were we were recording the show when i was doing this 
Um, but we were, I was going back through and watching every single Marvel movie because I was trying to get an idea of certain things and it Guardians was sort of the beginning of the end in a way at least for the type of writing because everything had to be humorous at that point. Now, there were some there were some jokes and some other things going on there, but the jokes weren't at the sake of like we've been talking about script, characters, dramatic moments. Um and now that's like all you get and it's it's just frustrating. Um I don't think Guardians 3 is the worst offender in this i think that phase four has numerous occasions that are way 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 worse where you get sort of a a poor man's version of uh james gunn's sense of humor um because it still shines for me like there are moments in guardians 3 that i i actually found to be pretty funny um there's that that one part where they're on uh the the ship at the end trying to save everybody and they i think it's is it mantis she like opens one cage and there's like this just absolutely grotesque creature in there and she has no she doesn't know how to respond to the situation it's like this totally awkward thing i thought that was hysterical um and so there's moments right the right. The, the problem is that there is a lot of times where jokes don't land and it's kind of like there it's a little try hard i guess um, and Gunn has a tendency, like his one of his weaknesses with sort of the joke writing side is that he'll let stuff go on too long. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I think I think the problem to me it just it's just sloppy and and plot mm-hmm. and tone and editing and pacing, you know. And so that's again, there's a few times where everything works well, but it's just. You know, as heavy-handed in the popular, you know, '80s songs. Oh you know, yeah, classics yeah, back in the day. Oh my gosh. And I think you know to to kind of uh, you know in the in attempt to hope, I think there his attempt in that is to make those scenes seem better than they actually are. Uh, and so yeah, I'm just I'm not the obviously not the how in the movie, and yeah. it's only going to get worse from here, people. I'm gonna. If we ever talk about this again, I'm sure I'll cream it because the longer I've sat on it, well, I'm the gonna, longer I've gone mm-hmm. back and been like, eh. I'm going to watch it again not, when it comes not, to... I, I, wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't watch it a second time. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to watch it again because I... I mean, I, I would, I would, I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. Excuse me. I wouldn't <laughs> go back to the movie theater and watch it a second time. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Would I, uh, if, you know, if I didn't have anything else to do and it was the only thing, well, let me give this another shot. Let me see how bad it truly is. Uh, then yeah, but you know, I hope that you know. I'm glad, honestly. I think Chris Pratt. Oh no, they said. Well, they said you can't believe him at this point anymore because they were like Star Lord will return, but who knows what that means uh, at this point. But I'm hoping that Chris Pratt exits the MCU and maybe gets to stretch his acting chops a little bit more. You know, I think that um. Uh, the Tom Clancy show was it Tom Clancy the show that he did um, oh uh, Terminal Terminal List yeah uh, that was you know a good step in the right direction for him he get to do something that was like significantly more serious um, I just want to see him in some more stuff I want to see a lot of these I like a lot of these actors and I really just want to see him in stuff that isn't Marvel related um, yeah. you know I would have said probably back when 
uh, Volume Two came out that I would have loved, like a Rocket, like a standalone Rocket movie. Um, like there's there's a uh, a series I haven't read it, but I, I saw some stuff about it a while back where like he gets he gets stuck on Earth. Uh, and just like that, that could have been interesting, you know, like written correctly. Uh, having Rocket having to like interact with people on Earth could have been fun. Um, but I don't know, man. I just and I told I, I went to see this with Justin, uh, friend of the show, who's been on a couple times. Um, and it ended, and I was just kind of like, dude, I think like I've been saying it because for the most part, it's been true that like I've I've, I've been pretty much done with the MCU. But Guardians Three really put the cap on it for me. I think the like yeah. now am does that mean that like we won't in find our ways to like watch the Marvels or like the, you know there I I'm done with it like I'm not invested in it anymore. Yeah, I think that for me was if it wasn't in game, it was Spider Man No Way uh, No Way, no way home. home. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. Yeah, and well, it's like Guardians. Like but I didn't. I didn't watch Doctor Strange, or I still haven't watched uh, yeah, you know, Thor: Love and Thunder. You're not missing much with any of those. Um, you know, I just, I just, there's that excitement and that care. Yeah. It's not there any longer. And those movies don't even put. Well, Doctor Strange isn't going anywhere, but like I don't know about Thor. Um, Thor doesn't put a cap on everything the way that Guardians does for a lot of those characters. Like, it's, it does... It feels like James Gunn was doing his best to make an ending for something that Marvel has no interest in ending. Yeah. Um, I don't blame it. Like, this continuation man. thing, I like definitive beginning <sighs> points and end points. I know. It, 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 it's so hard to, like, talk about this because who knows what they're going to end up doing with these characters. Like, I don't care at this point. I mean, like... I love a lot of these characters, but this did feel like this for me. This was a cap to a Guardians trilogy, for better or for worse. Um, you know, certain characters they go their own ways. They go to figure out certain things in their lives. There's a lot of closure. Um, some of it is better than others. Um, and then you know, like Rocket takes over. And you're kind of like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, it's the next the next generation of Guardians. Like, that's fine. You don't have right. to make a movie about that. That can just be where it ends, you know? <clears throat> but, you know, good old Marvel. They'll, oh, yeah. If they think there's still money to be made, which I don't They're know, man. Milk it. We'll have to, I'll have to, um, remind me, but I, we'll have to keep an eye on um, how this ultimately does in the box office. Because it needs $600 million to break even, which I think is absurd. That is that's, that's crazy. It's time for dude, honestly, it is time for Marvel to go back down to the Guardians 1 budgets. Figure it out. Start doing smaller stories again. Start doing stuff that's a little, you know, they who knows, maybe they'll have some sort of something will happen one of these days and they'll have some sort of revival for a little while where they're like, "Holy crap, they're actually telling good like stories again." It won't last, but don't hold your breath. I know I'm not, but it, it would be nice to to see them. Just wait till Blade drops, out, but and it's not if, Blade. Dude, it's his it's daughter. Not even, it's not when. It's if. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, that 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 has been in development hell for a long time now. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's really all I got to say, man. I mean, it's, there's plenty more that that we could talk about, but overall, I think that's sort of the thoughts. I mean, it's it's like. Yeah, I think somewhere in the four to six range is absolutely 
reasonable for this kind of depending on where you are with how the movie was done Mm. um right on yeah well thank you to everyone who was hanging out in the troll room for this for those of you who were listening to this on podcast feeds or if you happen to catch this after the live stream um we'll be back next monday with something I'm going to try to catch up on like Citadel. Maybe we'll have some news to talk about. Dude, we'll I, come up with something. I don't even know what's going on. Honestly, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, what are, there's got to be, Indiana Jones is coming up. Well, I don't know if, I, I'm not going to see that in theaters. I'll say that. But there, there's a lot. One of the guys from Red Letter Media was like, Indiana Jones doesn't look that bad. And I was like, please stop. Like, I, I please please I like you guys don't there's certain just like stop it <laughs> um yeah well you know we'll be back next week we're we're gonna do our best to to get back onto our regular schedule and start getting some things out um and one of these days uh some of the videos might actually uh, you know I've been learning a couple new editing tricks and some stuff so I'm hoping one of these days we'll be able to punch up our videos a little bit more make them a little little more exciting and and whatnot for the stuff that we're releasing um and uh yeah until then yeah y'all take it easy see ya good job joseph good job man verify it's me i'm Gonna go use the restroom, dude. All right, dude. And probably get in the bed because I am beat. I'm gonna hopefully make some clips this week while I plan on it since I have time. I'm not working. I just oh, remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Oh my god. All right, dude, dude. Take it easy. I'll talk to you later. I gotta right, get logged back in for some reason. Just so oh, that's weird. All right, dude. Peace.